This is the Grandastic Podcast. Let's start it. All right. We are recording. Welcome to Grandastic. How are you doing, David? I'm good, man. I'm still a little sleepy, so I got my coffee, but no complaints. How about you? We're doing Grandastic. Uh, <laughs> see what we did there? Actually, yeah, fun, yeah. fun fact, I found out Grandastic is actually like, it's in the dictionary. It's another way of saying fantastic, which I... Uh, really? Yeah, found that out yesterday all like on my free time. I was like, I wonder if Grandastic's a... Re- and it's an adjective. Another fun fact for you yeah. folks out there. There you so, go. So yeah, it's... Awesome. It, it's good, but um, so let's just get into it. So, uh, cool. you're doing good. Um, how was your, you know, break? I mean, Christmas with the family and stuff. It was good. So I've been I've been back in Connecticut since like a couple of days before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, LA has just been like non-existent all year. Um, yeah. as far as like photography and stuff like that, there hasn't been too much for me to do. Um, so I talked to my mom and she was like. You should just come home for like the whole holidays, like get tests and stuff. And my buddy, um, James, was in New York and he had to leave his car in L.A. So me and Albert, uh, my roommate, just drove his car out to him like right before Thanksgiving. So it worked out. We didn't have to like get on a plane or anything like that. So, yeah, we've been at home for two months, which has been like kind of relaxing, you know, and it's been great being with the family. Um, It's a little bit weird when I'm here for too long because I get like kind of stagnant and like settled here again Bro, I, like, I feel it i feel the thought it. of like going back to la now is like oh my god but uh yeah it's been overall just like really great you know i love oh. being with my family spend time with my dogs it's great yeah man that's that's the best thing I, I feel it you know like i think it's good to be with family and just like reconnect and see them when you can because you know living out in la and like tucson yeah. for me like you know it, it's it's nice to get that chance to see them and uh reconnect but i feel the stagnant when you're here too long yeah, yeah. like with me i share a room with my brother so it feels oh, like okay. high school a little again and yeah, i'm just like yeah you get back from like your old routines yeah exactly and then my mom's like take out the fucking trash do yeah. this do that and it's like yeah. what is happening right now like yeah, yeah but it's nice to be home and help out when i can you know yeah so that's that's great to hear and yeah. I mean, you talked about photography so like let's get into it so like what like how did this all happen like what got you into photography you know um when i was in high school i can't remember the year but like when instagram first came out Mm. i remember it was like super niche and like when you know like people my age like high schoolers started finding it it was like i guess like it's probably a meme now but like to like post photos of like your meals and stuff like that's what everyone was doing yeah (laughs) and like random stuff like that and I I noticed the discover page or what the trending whatever it was on Instagram mm-hmm. when it first came out and I noticed like actual photographers like posting real photos and I was like damn how do I get on like this page like and like I want to do what they're doing and stuff so I like very quickly got like super serious about like I mean it wasn't serious I was going out with my like you know iPhone 3 or whatever okay like, yeah yeah <laughs> photos of like trees and like rocks and like random like road signs and stuff but uh that was like the first time I was like damn like photography is pretty cool like you know and then when I got into college I bought my first um digital camera just this like crappy little Nikon um but I didn't really do much with it it wasn't until I met 
one of my buddies, uh, Jordan from Connecticut, who was making music at the time. And he was like, Hey, you have a camera, right? Like you take photos. I was like, yeah, yeah. And, uh, he's like, let's do a shoot. So we like took some photos and he's like, let's like do a video for one of my songs, like just on the spot. And it was all like garbage, but like, he was the first one that like really got me like into it. And then through him, I was able to meet like Matt and zero and like, yeah, the, Connecticut the whole... people. Um, and then I met Albert, uh, Natalie green and, you know, so like, yeah, shout out to all of them. These are great. Yeah, teachers. dude, like meeting Jordan, I always talk to him about it, like kind of spread it out and I would met like everyone. So shout out Bro, to Jordan. Yeah. Honestly, shout out, shout out to Jordan because that's how I met Matt and Haley. Yeah, Literally, exactly. Right. FaceTime like, Jordan. You go back far enough, Jordan's like. Jordan is the one who connected you know, everything. connected everyone, dude. So shout yeah. out to him. And um, yeah, so I guess it was just like initially instagram i was like i want to be on the popular page you know yeah oh bro i remember the trends and stuff and now yeah. like that's that's the way to do it and i guess yeah. you know you know i mean this was a question i had but we i mean later but i can get into it now because you brought up instagram is that like how has social media uh helped and changed your ideas when doing photography um i mean it's it's kind of like a gift and a curse i mean i feel like it's kind of corny to say like oh i hate you know social media when like without social media like pretty much all of us you know wouldn't have yeah. anything you know like bro we yeah um so definitely like I, w I wouldn't be you know doing what i'm doing if it wasn't for like instagram coming out and then like you know twitter and all that you know it's all like in the same pot um but it definitely feels a little bit restrictive like um like I I feel like sometimes like I'm an Instagram photographer you know like mm. I don't really do much outside that like I've gone on tour and like done all this stuff but like um at the end of the day like most of my stuff just ends up on social media so while I'm like super grateful for it and I'm as it's pretty small but like I'm super grateful for the platform I have on it like I'd love for like one day, like when I'm a bit older, just like to like not have Instagram, like just be able to put my work out like some other way, you know? But yeah, like you own a I website or something. And just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that's how people could go. Like, like I remember people using, I think it was Tumblr or something like, like that's yeah. where they, they just upload like, like my portfolio. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You 35 yeah. milligram, you know, film, whatever your photos. The hashtag 35 millimeter. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was me for sure. That was me for sure. Yeah, bro. But I think that's great. I think that's like, uh, to move to like, I don't know, this year I've been trying to get away from, you know, do less social media, even though like you needed to promote. Yeah. I was talking to Daniel, you know, from New York and oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, shout out to Daniel, love him. And awesome. like, he was just like telling me basically like he's taking a break and you know, and I was like, bro, I wanna join you on that boat because like, it's so important. Like, did you know, like you seen the social dilemma? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the whole thing about how like, you know, the show, you know, Twitter people or Instagram people, they don't let their fucking kids go on the, you know, use them. And yeah, that part like right. blew my fucking mind. And I've talked yeah. about it on this before, but like, it just shows you how like they knew how like, they knew like, oh, this is gonna fuck up people think we should oh, not let our sure. children. For sure. Yeah, I think it's definitely important to to take a break every once in a while. Like, I mean, I'm I'm guilty of like the first thing I do in the morning is like open up my phone and like mm -hmm. open Twitter, you know, like yeah. I don't even really like tweet super often anymore. Um, but it's still like daily, like I'm checking it all the it's time. It's your routine, you know. Exactly. I, I want to move away from it a little bit, you know. Yeah, it's like I realized, you know, I took 
last month kind of off and i realized like you have so much fucking free time it's like to the oh, point God. where you're like what do i do with this like holy shit right. <laughs> right right yeah it's like a it's like a crutch like because when i do find myself having free time and like should be productive it's like like a nervous tick you know it's like i don't yeah. know like and then i open up my phone and there yeah a hundred percent i feel the it TikTok is oh the, i got into tiktok this year it's hilarious there's like so much funny stuff on there but dude like you'll feel like you're on tiktok for like 20 minutes and like an hour will go by it is awful bro and you watch like 10 second videos you know and it's just like you just keep going dangerous it, it goes forever and like yeah. i did tiktok like i was on there and i kind of but then i i just deleted it i knew this was not gonna end well but then you know could i go on instagram instagram has insta reels so that's yeah. what fucking caught me it's still the same thing as tiktok yeah, and, I'll like snap, and snapchat does the same thing so it's yeah. like you could go on there and like you could just watch something and it's like some of it's funny and some of it's great and but at the same time i'm just like like I'm looking at it and just take like I say to myself, okay, take a five minute break while I'm just doing a paper or something. And then I look at the time and it's yeah. like an hour, two hours. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? This is due like in like 30. Been melting for an hour. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. That there, there's half to, you guys, I think there's like, I think it's fine to do it and stuff, but you gotta like discipline yourself in some way, just to make yeah. sure you still get your stuff and you're still living your life. <laughs> yeah it's so interesting but you know going back to like photography and film and all of that uh you know who are people who inspire you I mean because you were kind of starting it out and figuring it out but like when you got into it were there like any photographers or movie directors that like really caught your eye that got really honed into this um I feel like the first director well I mean the first movie that like really like kind of fucked me up sorry i don't know no swear we this is okay. a this is a swear podcast <laughs> okay cool all right the first movie that like really blew my mind um was i was i think it was like my freshman year of college and i was taking a communication class and we had to watch american beauty and that movie just like blew my mind that was the first movie that made me go like i want to make people feel the way this movie made me feel okay so, yeah and then it like you know i didn't like immediately go like studying but then uh, I started later on that year, the next year, I started getting into like Tarantino's movies. You know, like I watched like Pulp Fiction for the first time, like the Kill Bills and stuff. And I was just like, this dude's a madman. Like, and that was the first time I think I noticed like style within a director, you know, like yeah. the movies were very different, but like they all had a signature style, like super violent, like quick, like witty and stuff. Um, and then from there, I just like, I don't know. I, I like, I definitely like, a lot of directors like PTA and like Fincher, Gods, of course. But um, I like, I watch like anything, man. Like, Bro, I, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not like a huge, like, like there's been moments where I'm like, I need to treat like watching movies, like studying because like, I want to write movies one day. Like that's like my main goal is like, I want to write mu movies. Um, yeah. So I've been like, I got to study, like I got to like read scripts and da da da, which like I do here and there, but like, I just love movies, man. And like, I've talked about this with, with friends before and it's like, it's cool to like only watch like classic movies and like, you know, the greats, like, you know, a thousand and yeah. one movies to watch before you die. Like all, all, all the staple stuff is good. But like, I also like just like the garbage stuff, you know, like mm. I watch Netflix originals. I watch like stuff on Hulu, like, yeah, bro. cause it's like, if you're only watching the great stuff, like that's, 
that's all you have in your mind, you know, like there's, you got, there's the spectrum, you know, like you gotta like, and, and even bad movies, like do something for, you, you know, like they evoke an emotion within you. Like there's a reason you don't like him. Like there's something that was done wrong in that movie, you know? And like, when you notice that, like that helps you as much as watching a great movie or it's like, these are all the things that they did great that like you want to emulate, you know? So it's like, I just like, I'm like a garbage disposal for movies. Like doesn't Bro, matter which I of the I'm watching them. Like, I also just don't like the pressure of like, I got to watch like, you know, like this and that. And like, you know, like, like I still haven't seen like so many classics, like the Godfathers I haven't seen all the way through. I haven't seen like Forrest Gump, like mm-hmm. Casablanca, Citizen Kane. Like I haven't seen all those and like they're on my list and I'll get to them. But like, yeah, Casablanca is solid. For sure. Yeah. And like, I'll go see them one day, but it's like at night, it's like I open Netflix. I'm like, oh, Netflix original. Like, just, <laughs> uh, no, I just like movies, man. I like, I like stories. I like it's like, it's like when you like really get into a movie, like, and just like, so like my favorite all-time movie is her like that's just like her yeah her you ever seen her oh her yeah dude. yeah 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 like like but like i didn't re- like i got really like that's you know like you know i, I first watched it i cried second time oh. i watched it with my brother we both cried and yeah. like and like but then i got like not obsessed but like i really and but the music in it is super amazing and like then i realized like the composer like arcade fire the band mm. they composed one of the songs and stuff yeah. And I realized like the tension they create in the music, it's like, yeah. it's a, it's literally, they, it resembles, they really like focused on making sure uh, it resembles like how uh, Theodore, you know, the character feels. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, everything has a purpose. When you really like dissect a movie, there's a purpose of why this song is here yeah. and why. You see all the pieces like coming together and like perfectly. Yeah, and that movie is so relevant today, I feel like, especially with oh, this yeah. whole pandemic, like you love someone, but like, you know, it's, but you're alone, and you're trying mm-hmm. to find someone, and it's just yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah, that movie is a trip, man. It's God tier, for sure. Yeah, it's it's crazy, and, and the coloring, you know, when you watch oh, movies, yeah. and when you see like the color, like that color, they show a lot of like bright colors in it, so it's yeah, very... Yeah. Uh, unique but yeah i think that's great that like you know you, like that's cool that you want to make movies and stuff and like are you down you know when this will happen for you are you down to do any type of fucking genre or will you or is there like a specific genre you're wanting um, to do? so i really like like coming of age dramas and i know it's like so oversaturated now mm-hmm. um but i always said like the first movie that i write um will be like a coming of age just because oh, like yeah. that's where my heart is you know like that's mm-hmm. when i first fell in love with movies it was like all like the teen like high school coming of age stuff like yeah good or bad you know i loved them i just is um so yeah i have i have this uh this this movie right now that i'm i've been very slowly like writing um for the past couple years um and i yeah i'm not gonna say anything because like it's it's nothing right now you know so there's nothing to like you know no script or anything but like in my head and just like i've been like writing characters and stuff but it feels really special um oh yeah so i want to finish that script at some point and you know that's going to be the first thing that i write i don't know if it'll be the first thing i make i don't first thing i make i don't really care but i want to make sure i write that um because it's been with me for so long um so yeah definitely like coming of age dramas is my favorite genre but i'd love to to make like a horror movie one day yeah, I think horror is such like an underrated genre because 
I feel like it's very similar to comedy where the genre is like very oversaturated with a lot of bad stuff. But like when you get a horror or a comedy movie that's like top tier, it's like incredible, you know, mm-hmm. like something like like super bad tier like comedies. It's like, yeah, that special, you, know? you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it will live on like forever. Movies, like like the OG Halloween, like I think is one of the greatest movies ever made. Like it's just like mm-hmm. so nuanced. So like the score, like everything. I love that movie. Um, so yeah, I'd like to do a horror one day. Um, but yeah, nothing. Like, yeah, I don't want to be like no specific genre. You know, I just want to like write whatever I'm inspired by. Yeah, you know? definitely. And yeah. I think I think that's incredible. You want to do that, and that's awesome. And like, I I don't even know how the fucking process of that even works. You know, like how how does one even get into? You just have is it is it is it like music per se, where it's just like you just gotta know connections. That's how it all works out. Yeah, that's probably because I, I still don't know. I just I just know right now I want to write and it's I think it's easier for me to know that I want to write than work like uh, like technically on a movie, um, you know, like be like a DP or like something like that. Because it's like at least like as a writer, like I can do that from my room, like on my computer, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so like even if I don't have an in, I can still just like be writing. And that's not to say like if you want to be like an editor or a you know, cinematographer or whatever, you can't practice on your own too. But I just like the idea of like, I can do that, like sitting yeah. there on the computer. Um, and like directing would be cool one day. Cause I originally wanted to be a director. I was like, I want to make movies. Like I want yeah. <laughs> to do all of it. I want to shoot it. And then I realized that like, I don't really like um, manning a camera. I like photography, um, but I've like filmed for some people in the past. And like, I don't, I get too like anxious about like, am I like, I'm fucking it up, you know, like I'm yeah. off focus. I'm like, you know, like the frame isn't right and stuff. And it's like, so then I realized like, I don't like the pressure, even with photography, I get like that. Like I'm so in my head, I'm not satisfied until like I get my scans back from yeah. getting my film developed. Like I'm stressing out every time I shoot, I'm like, I fucked that up. Like, it's going to be terrible. And I get the scans back and like, I hate a lot of it, but then there's like a couple good ones. So I'm like, all right, like you know we're I mean? good, we're good. I feel, uh, I feel like that's everyone. You know, you you just oh, want sure. you just want the best. You know, you just want to like, yeah. and that yeah. that that's better than having someone who just takes it. It's like, okay, we're good. Instead of like, okay, let's do one more just to make sure. You know, like yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know about you, but I've I've realized about myself recently that being an artist, like I hate the process so much, which I've heard yeah. you're supposed to love the process but I love like the result, like, you know, like the process of it is so like extraneous for me and like stressful and like mentally, like, you know, challenging. Um, but it's the result that it's like, like I said, I get like scans of film back and I'm like, this is why I do it. Like, cause that feeling of like seeing like the thing that you made or hearing it or, you know, whatever. Um, and being happy with it is like, makes everything else worth it. So I realized about myself, like, I'm not a process guy, like, at all. Um, I fight through the process, and then, like, I get to the result, and I'm like, this is why I fight through that. You know? I, 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 like, I, I feel it in a similar way. Like, I like, you know, I love, like, the end result for sure. But yeah. I do, I do love, like, producing, like, you know, coming up with, like, you know, the melody and forming the structure of it. But the yeah. part where it's like where I struggle and God bless Matthew, a.k.a. Mafusa, as I name him, the mixing and mastering. 
that oh, is a wizard, man. that's a bitch that is so fucking hard and that like that's tedious and then like one sounds good but then for some reason this other sound isn't good and then you get this one weird fucking other sound that you're like where fucking track is this one buzzing sound coming from yeah, yeah. and then it's just a whole mess and then your, your ears get fatigued and it's just like you're just like, what did I accomplish today? <laughs> and like, it's just, it drains you. Like mixing and mastering is the part that I hate the most. I, uh, you know, yeah, I can imagine. it's just, and like, shout out to Matt because like he, he's been grinding on that. And also he got his speakers, his monitors, yeah. the set, you know, he's been, it, and like, he's, he's crazy. I've like, I like, you know, pop into his room and stuff. Like when he's, when he's like mixing and mastering and stuff and he's just like, He's a machine, Bro. man. Like yeah, he, he's when he's machine. working on a track, like hours go by and like oh, he's just like dialed in. A hundred percent. He has and he like, you know, he has his notes and he like, you know, he it's he's taken so seriously and he like That's has a guy that loves the process. Yeah. Loves the process. He loves yeah. the process and he and like he'll tell he, you that he doesn't too. You know, he'll he'll like complain about it, but like when you see him zoned in and like he doesn't see that you're watching him, you know, like when you see someone and they don't know they're being watched, like doing the thing that they love, like you can tell he loves working. Oh, on and he can talk about it for hours. And that's what I love yeah. about him. Like, and he has no problem explaining something like whatever, like a thousand times if the person doesn't understand, cause he just, it's, it's just true happiness. And like, yeah. I, I honestly think like Matt's going to make it for sure as an audio engineer, like, you know, he's just so committed and like, he'll spend hours watching tutorials and just like yeah. taking, and that's like the way to do it. You don't need to go to college or whatever to right. like learn about, like I did it. And I just realized like graduating this year, like what the fuck have I achieved? And like, where a fucking, what job am I really going to get after college? Like, that's what I've realized. It's just like, right, right. it's, that's like a whole nother fucking like topic, you know, we can get into. It's like, you know, you said you went to college. Uh, what was your, major if you don't mind me asking like i majored in communication and minored in business so like okay so the business helped general like degree i could get because i didn't really know what i wanted to go to school for um and when i was doing my gen eds my freshman year i took a communication course and i was like this is cool um i like it so i was like man i'll just major in this you know and then hell yeah you know halfway through my my college um career uh my counselor was like, you could, uh, because of the course you've taken, you could just do a, a minor in business and you only have to take like a couple more classes to get that done because you're pretty close to it and it would look better um, having a minor too. And I was like, all right. So I did, you know, a communication major and minored in business and it was like focused in like advertising. Mm -hmm. um, but I got out of college and quickly realized like, I don't want to work in like you know, like a, I don't want to work for like an advertisement. You don't want to work for the like, fucking man. Yeah, basically. And it's tough because like, you know, I, I talk about this with my mom all the time and she's like, I get like, you're doing what you're doing, but like, you need to like work and like, you know, you need insurance and you need to like pay your bills and stuff. And it's like, yeah, I get it. And it's like, hundred percent. I'm always feeling like I'm getting so old. Right. Um, Yes. But like when I'm talking to her about those things, I realize like I'm young. So I'm going to try to make this work for as long as I can while I'm young enough to do so. You know, I, um, I 100% know what you mean. Everything you just said is literally yeah. what I'm dealing with, especially yeah. with my mom. And it's just like, it's like you, you, you live in a fantasy. You got to have a pension. You got to have like health yeah. insurance. It's like, I'm pretty sure not any musician has that unless you're like signed or you right. have enough money. So it's like, 
right. yeah so i i get it i feel it and i think our yeah, parents and i'm i'm really lucky where my parents like completely support me it's just like my mom has like her mom like worries you know yeah 100 percent. just like, like she's she's been the greatest like same with my dad throughout like me wanting to do this um but like i just talked to her and you know she worries about money and stuff so yeah it's natural um but yeah i am i'm super grateful that like they support me and they're not like telling me like you need to give up and you know they're just yeah like, they're just like we're worried like you know like you can do all this but like still have a job you know and i'm like yeah that makes sense um 100 percent. you know so. you gotta pay bills yeah exactly you know it's you gotta pay to live <laughs> exactly man exactly yeah. but like keep following your dream and stuff what prompted you to move from the east coast to california you know besides the weather and all that yeah. good shit <laughs> um, funny enough um haley actually gets mad at me about this all the time i am not like a super warm weather person like oh really <laughs> i like i love like the rain and like fall weather and like when it starts getting a little cold um which california gets like none of that except for like very sparingly like during their winter months you know yeah but um uh, i don't know i finished i went to school in connecticut to uh college and i graduated and albert was in texas at the time and he was moving to california and we were getting pretty close at the time and he was like you should move to california after you know like we can get stuff done and stuff and I was like, all right, I've been in Connecticut my whole life. Like I could use a change, you know? So I was just mm -hmm. like, pack it up and let's go. And I was out there for a year and fell flat on my face. Like I was not having fun. And so I moved back to Connecticut for a year. Mm -hmm. That was like mid 2017 when I came back home. Okay. And then I was here for a year. Um, and then summer of 2018 i moved back out to california i was like you know i recharged i was feeling a bit better about it i think like graduating college and then going right there was a mistake for me because it takes me a while to like you know like get confident and feel comfortable and stuff and yeah. i was kind of just like making the biggest life change that mm -hmm. you could make like i'm not very great at those so um it didn't work out so i think like coming back home for a year and like recharging and like kind of knowing what I was getting myself into like the second time around um, made it work a lot better because yeah, I've been there since 2018 now and it's been great. I'm loving yeah, it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Initially you know, I was just, it wasn't a huge reason. Albert was just like, come out here. And I was like, I want to do, you know, photo and video and writing and stuff. And it's like, that's probably the best place to do it. Connecticut's yeah. not a huge like photography scene. So I was like, let's do it, you know? Yeah. And since you've been out to like, you know, California, have you built those connections and like stuff? And like, has it ha has moving there to California helped with the photography? Has that like let you meet other people? I mean, definitely because because my first roommate was Roy. Um, mm. I moved in with him in 2016 and we actually didn't we were roommates for like a year and we did not like each other, but we just weren't like really friends. We shared a room and he was working on Cat Heaven. So like. Mm he was working on music all day, every day. And, you know, he had a studio in our bedroom. So it was like, I just kind of stayed out of his way because he was working on music. So we didn't really talk that much until like a couple months before I moved back to Connecticut. We like started planning um, a video for, which we did for perfume. Um, so we were watching a bunch of movies and stuff like that, figuring out what we want to do for the video. And then, you know, I moved back like, <laughs> 
to Connecticut. So I went back out there to shoot the video. I was back and forth in the year that I was here. And then, uh, yeah, I started, you know, shooting for him and doing stuff like that. Um, I've done a lot of work with, with Albert. Um, I haven't really made like crazy big connections, you know, but definitely what I've done out there in my small amount of time is like stuff that like I dreamed of when I was younger. So, Oh yeah. If nothing more, like if I never get any bigger than I am now, like, you know, I like toured the States. I went to Europe, you know, I've shot, I've done a lot of photography that I'm super proud of. So it's like, I've, you know, like when you really sit down and think about it, it's like, I've done a lot of what I want to do, you know, like I don't have to get like massive and famous, you know, like I'm, I'm, you know, like, I don't know. So I I feel it. Like, I think people, you gotta have like reality check and realize like, you know, people think like fame and money is what like the ideal goal and it's like it's not because like you lose part of your life your soul because like then like for you know paparazzis and stuff you can't have fun you can't go out you can't do like the simple pleasure of things you like like a normal human can do so i think you can hit like this middle spot where it's like make enough money you do what you love but and you're you're well kind of well known but not crazy i think that's the money spot yeah yeah i don't ever want to be i think that's another reason why i like I mean, I, besides the fact that, like, I'm not talented in front of a camera, you know, or, like, anything like that. But, like, I went – I picked behind the camera for a lot of my work because it's just, like, I don't like being in the spotlight at all. Yeah. So, it's, like, yeah, I would love – like, goal is just, like, yeah, make enough money to, you know, live my life and just kind of, like, be normal, you know? Bro, I – I want to be a normal guy. <laughs> like, I, I feel – I think that's, like, what everyone wants to do. And, like, that's the move. And, yeah, man, that's that's so cool. And you went over to Europe – you were mentioning yeah. like what is like i mean i don't know if you had time to like see other like paintings or like photos of other photographers but when you went over to europe and you did like photography for roy and stuff yeah. was there anything different that you saw from over there versus the states how they were taking photos or if you had time for that um dude it was so quick we it was like i think we were there for like 10 days or something oh and damn did, it was a quick we did six shows in like different countries or you know cities um so everything moved really quickly so i feel like sometimes i feel like it was such a, like a blip that i don't remember any of it um i'm glad i took like i was like you know i was so touristy and was on my phone i had my cameras and stuff but i was on my phone taking pictures of literally everything so i like go back and look at those and it's like it almost feels like it wasn't real life that i was even there like if I didn't have the pictures on my phone, you know, like the photo proof of it, I would forget that it even happened. But um, Europe's so cool. I would love to go back and like actually visit there. Um, the architecture there is beautiful. Like I was taking pictures of so many buildings. Um, and it's just like, yeah, it feels it's like the air is different there. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, I mean, you're not in your home anymore. You know, you're somewhere uh, else. It feels you're... like it for sure. Yeah, place where they just, um, if you, yeah, they don't speak English, maybe it's like a whole yeah. different like world yeah, and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, like we went to like Amsterdam and that was, it was beautiful there, you know? Bro, that's a trip. Oh, yeah. Cool. That's yeah. awesome. You know, like that place is, I went there once with my family and it was super mm. cool because like, um, you know, I had like, <laughs> you know weed ice cream with my mom and stuff oh, like yeah. that and yeah, like dude, there's like lining all the like uh stores is all like these drug stores and yeah stuff. like so, shrooms, like, you know, about all it. this yeah. shit exactly. i'm just i was like dude where am i like 
that's yeah uh, it, it's definitely a trip it's like <laughs> it's, yeah. a, it's definitely a cool place but yeah i think just like traveling and doing that's like that's literally like everyone's goal to do a tour or like to be the photographer for an yeah. artist it's like that must have been like like yeah that was like one of my first goals you know when i was yeah started, it was like i want to go on tour for someone you know yeah definitely. i got to do it twice you know which was incredible a hundred percent and be since since then has the bar risen for you of like new goals and expectations and stuff that you were even though we're in a pandemic like still have yeah. some goals and stuff yeah i mean well that's that's the funny thing like i was saying before like i have to kind of sit down and realize like i did that and that was really cool because i'm still now i'm at the point where it's like man like i haven't really done anything i want to like i need to do something bigger and better you know like i and then it's like dude you went on two tours you know but um, I would like to work in print more um, with my photos, just talking about goals. It's always been a, a goal of mine to put out like a full photo book. Um, so hopefully one day I can do that. Um, I think that would be really cool. Um, obviously like working like magazines and stuff, but as, as time goes on, I'm like my, my focus is shifting a bit to, to writing. So I think that's like, there's definitely still like some photo goals I have, but like what I really want to do is write and like, get very disciplined in like that mm. facet of my life like I want to I want to be able to like say I'm a writer and yeah. believe myself when I say it, you know mm-hmm, that's, like, that's probably my next goal is like become a writer you know like in my hell mind yeah, yeah. hell yeah so, I, I feel that for sure I think that's that's awesome and like I think those are goals you got to pursue and stick with because I feel like yeah, yeah. it's so easy to get discouraged and like burn out or something like mm. Believe me, I feel it. I get it. And it's like, so it's awesome that you stick with that. And like, are there like people, would you say like, so everyone has, you know, you know, someone who they look up to big director and stuff like that. We, as we talked about already, but like, are there people like our age, you know, that you just like, damn, you, you look at them and they're not huge yet, but you're like, fuck, this person's going to be amazing. And like, I look up to their work, like your friend group, I guess I could say. My friend, I mean, yeah, like my friend group is, like my main source of inspiration obviously um Roy I think is going to be a star he's amazing yeah. you know um I think Albert has besides you know I mean they're everyone's good but like Albert has one of the freakiest work ethics of anyone I I know um which inspires me a lot you know like he's like like we're both like kind of nerds and we just like play video games all the time and like kick it and then you know we have our phases where like work and play and stuff um but when he goes into work mode he's like he's there all night he's like he's gonna work until like he finishes what he started you know Um, and that inspires me a lot we talked about matt he's incredible yeah Um, matt's gonna be a huge he's another weirdo like i say weirdo and like with the utmost respect you know yeah no of course i i get it like he blows my mind you know um and then my my friend james uh he's like one of the most inspiring people in my life you know like he's he does he does everything you know he makes music he draws he writes he he makes clothes um and he just like works so hard and i think he's gonna be huge he's been um out and he's with my friend out in new york um recently and he's just been you know doing his thing he's great um my friend jack ender toy ender toi <laughs> i was making fun of his name uh he's uh he's become like really really one of my best friends in the past couple years um it's funny because he was on the first tour with Roy um, okay, okay. playing guitar for him. 
and he was, and he did production on cat heaven uh and we were like acquainted but like weren't really good friends um and then we ended up being roommates on tour like in the hotels and i think after that we became super close but he's another one of my friends he's just like really talented um and he's like me we're like he he works all the time but like never really put stuff out because i think he just like sets a really high bar for himself um but you know i think he's gonna be successful and then uh i don't know if you know my friend joseph i don't he's, think uh, so he's uh he's he's from i think he's from like maryland i'm not sure so sorry joseph i got that wrong <laughs> but uh he uh he's a writer i've i've like retweeted his work before on my twitter um and he is like one of the craziest dudes i know like that man has discovered more than 24 hours in a day like with yeah. all the stuff he's able to do uh, so yeah i got a lot of friends that inspire me you know yeah so, man i think yeah, i think cool. that's... i wanted to like sell my friends names because like I no go bad. okay of course you but, shout them yeah, out you know, like everyone if i forgot you obviously Haley inspires me too her yeah. project is amazing she's she's wild you know because she just like one day was like i want to make music and yeah hell hell's just, like, good you know project dude you know what i mean like so she inspires me a lot um i want her to make more music though yeah that's what like make some more music literally like what like i'm saying like like just taking Haley aside like yeah she has so much potential and like i'm so grateful to matt and zero or jordan i'll say to you know because like yeah she has a voice you know and like it yeah yeah so she just has to like and that's the thing that's where it gets like hard for people because like if you have a voice and you could do it it's just like you gotta be financial like you have pay rent and shit you have yeah, to balance yeah. it and shit but yeah there's so much potential with Haley for sure i i see yeah, it every day cool. and she'll send me i think, I think this year has just been rough like there's not she's, she feels like there's nothing to really like write about with music you know what i mean which i get because this whole past year has been like such a drag but mm-hmm. yeah i'm excited to to hear new music that she makes whenever that time comes she's yeah like, man a hundred percent a hundred percent and i think yeah. you make a huge it was great working with her too like shooting her mm-hmm. being able to work on her cover and could, we did a you did together. you did you did the uh album cover yeah yeah yeah, yeah bet yeah so, clean it was clean i love it thank, it was super you. yeah it was fun she's very hands-on so she like guided me through exactly what she wanted for that so it was okay. really cool working uh on that with her mm-hmm. and you did the music video for uh red chevy yep yeah, we yeah, yeah. Fire. yeah, we've made some cool stuff together. Um, she's always a pleasure to work with, you know. Mm-hmm. She's like I said, super hands on, like she knows exactly what she wants across Bro, the board. Like, yep, I know, I know. For visual audio, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's great because it, it, it makes it easier, like instead of me just winging it. Like, yeah, I, I prefer that when someone like tells me exactly what they want. You know? mm-hmm. It gives me a clearer view and idea. So, yeah, I, I think that's great. And I was going to say also just like, having like a like a friend group where they're all inspiring and like like that helps so much and motivates you and it brings the confidence you're like damn i'm with these people like look at the like we live the same life and shit and it's like if they could do it so can i and it's like it's like the best feeling ever and i don't think like it's so easy for people to get discouraged and shit and it's like like the point like i want people to realize is that like anything is possible you just gotta like stick with it even when it gets fucking hard like there of course yeah. there's gonna be hard times but that's that's the grind as everyone yeah, talks about sure. like it's not gonna be like easy the whole way you know mm-hmm. it's not gonna be a clear-cut path either yeah everyone's and, path is different um yeah, yeah it's so different and it's like you don't you don't know like 
like that's the thing with the future you don't know how it's gonna fucking turn out you just gotta like trust your gut and go with the things that you're passionate about and stick with it instead of just like copying other people's paths you know you gotta do what's best right, for right. you best for david best for grant you know yeah it's, it's like, definitely unique to you like what you mm -hmm. should be doing you know what i mean yeah um, man yeah it's good to like like you were saying like having friends around you that inspire you you know that's like should that should be everyone's number one goal is like surround yourself with people who inspire you to be better you know yeah that's like that's like the biggest 2021 like 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 memo i give to myself is like we're gonna be with like you know people who like make us feel good and like actually give a shit like not the fakes like we want to no, be yeah. with like the people, people who are like real with you you know mm -hmm. keep it 100 i don't want someone to say oh yeah amazing but really didn't listen i want someone to be like okay this is what you need to fix here and here it's good but you need to critique like someone to actually yeah. fully go into it like with us yeah like i think the, one of the most damaging things is when you surround yourself with a bunch of yes men yes 100 like, you know let it's, everything you do slide and you know give you no honest like feedback on anything whether it's your art or just like real life like mm -hmm. as a person you know what i mean like i don't know you know, oh, real your friends, real friends will like give you give you honest like opinions on things you know yeah and that and that's well, what we need like, yeah i don't want to be surrounded by people who are just like yeah cool like sounds good or yeah good. because it doesn't help you flourish like you don't grow uh, you don't realize the mistakes you make yeah and the longer you're around stuff like that like the worse you get at taking real criticism mm -hmm. when the time does come because yeah. you're so used to people not criticizing you at all you know so yeah, I think man. it's good, you know, to have eye openers every now and then from your friends. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I, I, um, like everything you've been preaching, I feel it. So yeah, yeah. hell yeah, man, that's crazy. Yeah. But then I guess, like, where do you see yourself in, like, you know, let, let's just keep, let's say ten, let's keep it ten. We're not gonna, we're not gonna, you know, you know, we're not gonna, we're not gonna go crazy with like, I'm gonna say Dude, twenty. I don't even know what I'm gonna have dinner tonight, man. <laughs> um. So what did you say? How many years? I said 10. I kept just like a short, not a giant number. I said 10. So that's like, what, what are you like? You're in your twenties with me right now. So like, you know, maybe thirties, thirty. God, that's hard. man. That's a scary number. I'm going to be honest. I feel like 30s. honestly, it'd be easier to tell you where I want to be like in like 30 or 40 years. Cause I actually know that for sure. Okay. Okay. Let's start. Let's go with that. Well, let's like, say I guess it's like, you know, like my dream, like where I want to be, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. I want to, like I said, I want to write and do all this stuff. Um, but I want to end up like, in like a really small house, like on a beach in like a really, really small beach town. Oh, yeah. uh, and just like, like I said earlier, just like be normal, like live, you know, like, yeah, I've, I've made money from like what I'm doing and like still do that. But like, I don't want to, I'm in LA now, but like, I don't want to be in the city forever. You know what I mean? Like, I want to like, I'm a recluse like i want to be i'm a very homebody type guy like yeah and i love I the it. beach um rhode island specifically is like those are my favorite beaches in the world which is funny because they're like not the most beautiful or picturesque mm -hmm. or anything but i love rhode island um so yeah, that's what i just want to be like in a small little beach house you know what i mean bro i i feel like, i think the big people have this idea and i appreciate going with the question uh <laughs> uh People have like, oh, the cities, it's whatever. Some people, it works for them. But it's like, I feel that it's like, it's just like, I think if you get a little taste of the city in your lifetime, then you, hell yeah. But like, 
I don't know. I don't want to be surrounded by all these fucking people. And especially yeah, exactly. if another pandemic happens again, I want to be somewhere safe. Way out of the way. Yeah. And it's like, you just want to like, I, I, I love nature. So, yeah, you know, I want to be with nature. And like, like the thing you were talking about, fresh air, like when you're in Europe, like when I go yeah. to Tahoe, like you could feel the fresh air versus like if you go to San Francisco, like yeah, there's a huge fucking difference. And you just feel yeah, much happier from LA to New York to drop the car off over Thanksgiving. Like when you're in like middle of the country, like on some random like freeway and you get out at a rest stop, like, and you're just like, wow, like, yeah, there, you know, it, it's crazy. It like, it just brings your happiness. Like when you have like yeah. real fresh air and just being in nature, like that's why it's like, it's crazy. And it's so important. Like for like the stuff we want to do, it's mostly stuff we do indoors. So it's yeah. like, and when you do a lot of work, it's like, you could do it for hours and you could be there on your, you know, writing a script on your laptop or like making a beat or something. It's like, it's so good to like go outside and just get that. Yeah. And that's what I've been trying to do. I, I literally was trying to build like, <laughs> a, like an outdoor studio type shit, whatever, just throwing my speakers oh, out there sick. and just like, so then yeah. I have my fresh air and stuff, but then my right. neighbors got, were complaining <laughs> and then calling they my mom. And they're like saying, like, can you tell your son to like turn down the sub? And I was like, okay, yeah. I'm sorry. So yeah, yeah so it, it we we need to figure that out with them still. But it's like, yeah, man, it's so it's so like important just to like have all that and just I don't know. I think it's so important and stuff. And I guess with quarantine and stuff, has there like because I feel like there's a lot of time on our hands now and stuff. Um, yeah. Have what have what have you done to take this time? Like, cause a lot of people were just like, you know, leveling up as they were saying, yeah. or like. So it's funny you mentioned like how important it is to like be outside. And like, you know, I mentioned like fresh air and stuff because at the beginning of quarantine, like I completely did not do that at all. I didn't you were in like, LA, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and we live in like, I live like kind of, in you know like west hollywood in like a busier area but like we live off in like a residential type area so it's yeah. not too crazy so like you know i go for like walks now out there like in the morning you know i wake up and get my blood flowing but the first few months of quarantine like i just stayed in my room like and did you know i did not go outside like my blinds were closed i was like you know down bad like i didn't know what i was doing um and i think that really affected me because i wasn't getting any work done um I wasn't really doing anything besides just like watching movies, I guess, and TV, which is like always good for me. But like, it was that like mind numbing type of stuff. Or like, mm. I was so like dissociated from everything, you know. Yeah. Uh, and also, I, I mean, good for them. But like, I hated seeing like on social media everyone like quarantine, like time to level up. Like, if you're not, you know, working on x amount of stuff all the time like you're wasting it because then i'm like sitting there in my bed like blanket wrapped around me like not knowing what the fuck i'm doing um so i like resented that a little bit that like i feel like i wasted like the first half of my quarantine by like just doing absolutely nothing like but i mean it was tough man like bro it yeah hit people, it hit people differently and like as as like an introvert i think one of the hardest things about quarantine was that like i love matt and albert like they're my best friends i'm super happy to be sharing an apartment with them you know but um as an introvert it's tough because you know our daily lives like we go to work we come back like you have your alone time like throughout the day but 
with quarantine, it's like I was around my roommates 24-7. Bro, I understand. That took a huge toll on me. Like, my energy was super low because it was like I was always in a social situation because my roommates were always around. And again, I love them. Don't want them to take that the wrong way. Like, um, But it's understandable. Like, being around people all the time, you know? Um, So I think that was really hard. You got to take a break. Definitely. But after... I finally like kind of picked myself back up a little bit and I started reading. I started like going on walks every day, reading, trying to write every day um, and get up a lot earlier. Cause I was staying up to like four 30 in the morning and waking oh, up damn. PM. Like I was like my whole, my habits were not healthy whatsoever, you know, but I think I found like a pretty nice balance where like I'm getting up between like eight and nine and like mm, going yeah. on my walk, reading for an hour, like having my coffee and like, getting to work and writing because I like the idea of like having everything that I want to do and need to do in a day um, done like earlier so like the sec- second half of my day is like it's more relaxing you're not stressed about like I didn't do this yeah. I, I didn't write today you know it's like I like getting that stuff done like bro as early yeah. as possible you know I feel so. that so much like you, you like I feel like once you build a routine also if you have a schedule I feel like I have like, you know, my plan or whatever. I write down my schedule and I see it. it's like, okay, you have to fucking do it. So like, yeah, I think schedule is super important. It It's a game changer. It really is. And that's like, we're like creatures of habit. You do it for long enough and it just like becomes second nature for you. Exactly. Same with the bad habits you do. Yeah. You know, you stay up, I was staying up at like till four every night, you know, like sleeping in, like that became a habit that I had to like break out of, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's so important. And like, like you mentioned the point, like waking up early, I think if you get everything, like the stuff you want to get done or, or the chores or whatever, the stuff you don't, but if yeah. you get it out of the way in the morning, like you have the rest of the fucking day, the other half to do whatever. So, yeah, it's so much better about, you know what I mean? It's so much better. And it's like, yeah, I, I think that's like the biggest thing I've like realized from college and, you know, especially this year, it's like, you got to keep it like a schedule and just, you know, get stuff done because I, I can be a sloth and I'll just like, yeah. you know, and I'll just pull up Netflix or, you know, pull up, you know, Smash Bros and just like oh, on Nintendo yeah. Switch and that that's game over. So it's like, so many hours went into yeah, bro. It's, oh my you God. Play Smash? Yeah, bro. You have online? No, I, I didn't know there was online. There's online yeah, on Switch. Online. Oh, yeah, bro, yeah. bro. Like, you have a Switch? Yeah. You can do like, I think it's like a year of online for like six bucks or something. All right, folks, I'm about to play some Snatch with David. Yeah, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, I'm so down. I'm so down. (laughs) Bro, yeah, well, one of my friends who lives in, uh, because when this all happened, I was in SoCal, but I was staying with him, and they have Nintendo 64. So they had, like, the original, like, Smash Bros and everything. Yeah. which I was just like, so when I was really, I used to play that when I was younger, but then I got the, you know, Nintendo Switch to play. But like that, like the, like the 64, like I feel like it was a lot fucking harder. Like even Mario Kart was really hard playing on it. Yeah, and I was like. Funny enough, on on uh, my brother was here on uh, for Christmas and New Year's too. He lives in Hawaii right now, but he came back for, for the holidays. And uh, on New Year's Eve, we uh, we had a couple beers and he was like, you want to play smash? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I pulled out my switch and he was like, no, no, no. Like we're going to play the OG. Cause we still have our Nintendo 64 and like a super Nintendo and stuff here at our parents. So he pulled out the N64 and he put like the amount of hours I put into like the newer version of, of smash. He put in like in high school and college into N64. 
so he was just like wolfing my ass and oh shit like lost you know and then after he beat me a few times we switched over to ultimate and then it was the complete opposite you know because they're such different they're they're so different i didn't play the n64 one in like years yeah that's that's the same and that's what my friend that that's only what they play is on the 64 so like (laughs) no zelda and all that stuff so it's uh yeah yeah it's a whole different, it's a whole weird first the switch. I don't know. It's a whole like, I don't know, like yeah. same thing. I like Mario Kart. I was fucking up. I just like couldn't yeah, get my shit hard, together. Mario Kart's so much harder to. Bro. It, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. That's fucking awesome. That's like dope that like, you know, uh, you play, you know, but you were talking about you and I were play games. So like. Yeah, I, yeah. We love, we love playing games. We play Smash all the time. Um, I got into like unfortunately i got into like warzone last year so i was mm. playing a little bit of call of duty which i hadn't played since like high school um, yeah well like, that war was last... to me where i played for a while and i was like oh god like i'm addicted again so yeah i had man. to cool it off that for a little while but yeah i love I love video games um i'm trying to love reading a lot more you know because i want to be a writer i should i should read i've heard um, yeah i've just been trying to read more um yeah any any books like do you have particular books you like are you just trying to read anything or is there type or specific books that you yeah, have been reading? Like, you know, I like novels for sure. Um, I read Norwegian Wood for the first time mm. a couple months ago and that was like amazing. I love that. It's probably like my new favorite book, which is really corny. Um, <laughs> I good. wanted to read, read more of his stuff. So I'm, I'm actually reading Kafka on the Shore right now, uh, which I'm enjoying a lot. Um, yeah, I'm down to read like anything. So if you have suggestions for books, at bro, time, yeah, books. I'll send you books. Yeah, I'm down the, for whatever, man. The, the main book, like, I've been reading a lot. Like, I finished, I just finished this book called The Power of Now. Uh, you like that sounds familiar. It's very well known. It's basic. Okay. It's like, yeah, I've never read it, but I think yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, like London O'Connor or Sam Franklin. They mm-hmm. have recommended Sam Franklin actually sent me his books. It gave me as his, my birthday a birthday gift. I was like, "Fuck yeah, they're taking oh, me." Yeah. So I read that, and now I'm reading like Alan Watts books, you know, philosophy okay, books. Yeah. So like, like basically like like you know, I've been on this spiritual like yeah, I just yeah. even my shawl right now, and like yeah, all yeah. this shit. Like so, yeah, I think those books are really cool. Like like novels and all that stuff is like great, and you hear like mm-hmm. how they. But like when you like read these philosophy books it's i don't know how to describe it to me it feels like therapy in a way like like yeah, they're, yeah. they 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 talk to you like it's just you and no one else and yeah. like in these books they're like all right take it like there's a symbol in the power of now and that symbol means like all right take a break and reflect on what i've just said to you and you mm-hmm. and this could be you know 30 minutes five minutes an hour yeah. it doesn't matter how long you want to reflect on until you want to continue the next uh passage and it's like it's really cool because it makes you think about stuff and the main point of what the book is about like you know focus on the now don't worry about the future because your future can't happen without your now and it's so right and then it goes into stuff like about like ego and like we need to be eco and it's like i don't know i've definitely been trying to work on shit like that but it's so fucking hard and like we're only human so it's have like, you, uh, have you heard of the book Atomic Habits? Uh uh-uh, uh, what's that? That's it's just like a book about. It's one Roy lent me a while back, and I I read it during quarantine, and that was like kind of the first thing that snapped me out of like my bad routine. It was just talking about like, you know, the bad habits and the good habits in your life, and like kind of really getting into like what makes them, and like you know, like the nitty gritty of that, yeah. and like 
just like how to build healthy habits and like keep up with them afterwards. Cause like, I feel like it's easy to like create a healthy habit and like do it a couple of times, but it really helps you like keep up with them and like make them long-term habits. And yeah, that book like changed my life for real. I was like, that's the first book that got me. I was waking up in the morning, like really early and I was going on a walk and stretching. And then I was like reading that book and like taking notes um, on it. And it's like, that really got me out of the funk that I was in initially. Um, so you should check that out if you. Yeah, I'll definitely, because you make, you, you make a point, like a huge point about like, it's so easy to start healthy habits, but sticking with it, it's like the yeah. struggle. That's exactly. like every New Year's or whatever it is. Oh, I like, yeah. You know, I'm sticky with it. And then like after a month or so, I'm like, oh, I want to go back to my old routines. Like this is yeah. hard. Yeah, so, it's definitely tough. But. I, I feel that like, I'll definitely uh, check the book out. I'll definitely like you know we'll do do smash i think i think we covered it all you know uh yeah, pretty good man i think this yeah honestly yeah thank you like so much david for coming on to grantastic yeah, for having me. i had a great time yeah bro this was so, this was so fucking fun because like yeah. um grantastic is great and I, I love everyone who's come on this but like it's so awesome to have like other perspectives of people what they're doing with their careers you know like a lot of them have been musicians and it's been great uh-huh. but it's cool to have like a photographer someone who wants to get into it or film and just having this a different discussion instead of yeah, yeah. music or like last week was my mom which was great and it's oh, like that's awesome yeah dude. yeah it was really great uh just yeah, went yeah. into that so like yeah it's so awesome and we'll have you on again it'd be great to get like you matt haley or some shit like we just get yeah. like a whole bunch and we just talk get Matt on man bro yeah matt i talked to matt matt's literally gonna come on some point this month we're figuring it out uh i'm gonna text him uh right after we get off this yeah yeah i did it man it's your turn yeah and tell him because that would be awesome for real it would be cool to get like a little group one going though yeah i'm so down or even just with other people like 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 the whole point of fantastic is like yeah tell people like self-love and like your worth and you could do anything, but also like, I want to connect people like, like use this, like, yeah. a, you know, like, like, like Instagram is kind of like connect people, but like, this is like a podcast, like whoever comes on here. And once I do my group podcast with people, this is, it's a great way for an entrance or introduction for someone who you maybe didn't know how to meet or contact them. Yeah. Like definitely. organic. Yeah, you can say, man. This is this has been fun. I really like what you're doing. Yeah, thank yeah. you, David. Well, everyone, this was Grantastic with David. I hope you all enjoyed this episode, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.